Welcome, everyone. This is the Make Happiness Podcast. We're on episode 19. It's crazy. New episode, new guest. This one I'm super excited. We're talking about music. Uh, she's in a punk band, all-girl band. It's super cool. They've done... Um, They've opened up for some really famous stuff like Bastille, and uh, there's a couple others, but I'm already blanking on them, so I'll just have you riddle them off because there's a bunch. Yeah, we opened for uh, Albert Hammond Jr. and Lainey and Bastille and Bob Mould from Husker and Fox to the People. That's insane. Yeah. How do you meet all these guys? Um, like- well, Fox to the People did their after party at Honey, and my friend, well, like I'm friends with the Booker there, and Emily's favorite band is Fox to the People, and I was like, just email this email, and then they were like, yeah, you guys can play it. That's cool. And then Go put us on the Palace show with Bastille, and Bob Mould loved us, so he was like, you guys are playing because First Ave's great. And they <laughs> Dang. Us. Yeah, I so- saw. You're like on Go ninety three. You're like a part of them now. You're doing yeah, stuff for them. Yeah, I intern there in the morning show now. So that's that's pretty insane. Fun. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Very uh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we can get straight into this. You're part of the band Last Import. Yes. How did that get started? What's the whole origin story? We started in 2014 at a girls' rock and roll retreat. Um, it's called She Rock, She Rock, and it empowers women through music. And I've been doing it since fourth grade, and so is my bassist. But me and my singer met in 2014 at one of the like week camps okay. and started Last Import with a different bassist. And then two years ago, Grace, she joined the band because mm. I knew her through She Rock, and she was super excited about it. Is that already it. two years ago? Yeah. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Yeah. So you've been making music for a long time, obviously, like being, okay. Yeah, we just, like, in the past two years when we've not been in high school and stuff, it's been a lot easier to do stuff and, like, make money and actually play cooler shows now that we're 18. Well, yeah. We're almost 21, but, yeah. <laughs> actually, like, put effort into it and kind of have it, like, a more of a career or a job. Yeah, versus... in high school we played at the garage lot, and that was super easy because I would just corner people and be like, buy this <laughs> ticket to this show right now. Yeah. So it was easy to sell tickets to, but now we're playing, like, bigger venues and cool ones the garage is sweet though but i'm jealous of that because i never got that far with my band no <laughs> no i mean we're we were a high school band we never really did stuff post high school and so i think maybe that was that could you guys played at the garage though i mean yeah we, yeah we played the garage we played enigma we played bars here and there in mm-hmm. minneapolis and stuff but i mean we never like you know we, we didn't play the, the main room in first avenue we yeah didn't, that's yeah. so exciting that's really it was cool. so fun <laughs> Yeah, that sounds insane. So growing up with music, and I take that as probably your passion and your hobby and your source for, I guess, happiness or fulfillment. Oh, yeah. How did you find that? Um, When I was younger, my mom, we had like a tape deck in the car and she would play The Doors. That's how I got to love them. Hmm. And like my dad would build stages and throw shows in our backyard while I was sleeping and young. That's awesome. Big shows. And I don't know, music's just the greatest and like... All my jobs go with music, and all my friends are musical, and it's just Just a part of your entire life. Yeah, music's the greatest. It's so good. And uh, do you listen to uh, just punk rock, or do you listen to all? I suppose you mentioned the Doors. I listen to so much. I love the Doors, the Glorious Sons. I'm wearing. Um, (laughs) I love like Cage. He's a rapper. I love all music. Like Xavier Reddy's a folk artist. Mm I oh, saw yeah, a guy yeah. actually yesterday at Record Store Day. This is really exciting. So I love Corn, and this guy came in and he looked exactly like Jonathan Davis from Corn. And I went <laughs> up and I told him, and he went along with it and was super excited about it. He was like, "My name's Tony." And I was like, "Your name is Jonathan." And I would yell <laughs> that his name was Jonathan, but he's coming to my show on 420s. So. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that on your Spotify just now. Did you guys cor- are playing in Wisconsin. Yeah, uh, in the 18th. That's Stout. 
That's insane. Yeah, we're super excited. What's the, what's the venue they have there? Is it just at the? It's at the college, the, U, the union, or something like yeah, like the whatever Memorial they call it, center or something. Okay, pretty cool. There's a flyer for it with yeah. the real name somewhere. <laughs> That's crazy. How yeah. did you get? How did you get from there and then like playing these little shows at the garage to kind of progressively doing bigger stuff? And now you're going on tour this summer and like just gradually growing. Yeah, I um, I mean, it's just all us. Like the whole tour is self-booked and just. I feel like with the people we meet and just how friendly we are and just like the connections and networking really helps with getting the shows we're getting and like playing at the garage mm-hmm. was cool. And then like a lot of the bands who used to play there are huge now, like tiny moving parts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the garage is a great stepping stone to get places and just working at those kind of places and meeting people at shows. Yeah. Just slowly progressed. That's great. <laughs> cool. Yeah. You three or was there outside help? Like I know. It's just three of us i book most of our shows and like our full tour and then grace does a lot of reaching out to radio stations like we're on kxp in seattle because she just sent our stuff out to what there. oh wow <laughs> yeah i know isn't that sweet and we were like the song of the day on the current and they play us a lot and then uh that's insane yeah. i mean and emily's so- songwriting too like I always tell bands, I'm like, it's so good that we're, like, actually decent. Because if we weren't <laughs> and we just bugged people all the time, it would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Who does uh, the marketing and, like, the social media stuff? We all do a good amount of the social media stuff. I have this uh, website called Buffer, so I just, like, schedule out posts. Oh, yeah, yeah. We just all have all of our notifications on so we can respond to people. But Sort mm-hmm. of in that same vein, like, how are sort of duties split up within the band like you know songwriting do you guys all pitch in with songwriting do you guys me and grace both have a song on the album we wrote but besides for that emily is just the mastermind behind all of (laughs) it all of our stuff's so good too and like especially not playing a stringed instrument besides ukulele it's very nice to just throw some drums on lyrics (laughs) are hard and emily's just insane at it so she does a lot of that grace does a lot of radio stuff and i just do the other stuff how did you get into the drums was that always kind of the focus i so at the girls rock and roll retreat in fourth grade i had to decide what instrument i wanted to play mm-hmm. and stringed instruments seemed hard so i picked the <laughs> drums and then after like my week there my, one of my teachers went up to my mom and was like buy her a drum set and so i got one that's exactly why i chose percussion in like fifth grade yeah to, for band because i was like I don't want to do trumpet because I did trumpet. It was fun. Like my dad plays trumpet and I (laughs) hear it all the time. And I don't know. I wanted to do something different. Yeah. That wasn't like hard where you had to like memorize like the the finger stuff. Like the trombone. You have to know how far out the slide goes. That seemed hard to me. You're just banging on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the the hardest part for that would just be like the bells or like the xylophone type Mm -hmm. thing. Where it's just like. That was super easy for me to learn. Yeah. Because I took piano. Yeah. Same here. Um. So going in, talking about the drum and stuff, and actually, let's go back to She Rock, She Rock, because I have some questions about that. Yeah. Do you, you're still heavily involved in that or no? Yeah, me and Grace are both counselors there. So this year, I'll be there the first week being a drum counselor and band coach, and then she's there the second week doing bass. But it's super fun. Yeah, it's a great organization. How'd you hear about it? Like, initially? My mom, or my friend's mom or someone, like, saw it somewhere, and then me and my friend both got signed up. So it's been around for a while, too. Yeah, it started really small, too. I started, like, I think it was the second year that it actually was a thing. So mm-hmm. it was just, like, a few bands. Before just, it got cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
but uh but yeah now it's like growing it fills up super fast now and it's insane nice but. so what's the whole summer kind of like if it's so it's like a weekly camp thing yeah so it's every week and it's you just go there for the day and then girls come pick their instrument they want to play ahead of time come in we like bring them in a class see how like their skill level and everything what kind of music they like and then mm -hmm. we put them in bands based on those things and then they write songs throughout the week and then perform them on stage at the end of the week that's awesome and then we do like marketing and like activism workshops and stuff too and it's like exclusively girls it's like uh non-binary trans girls oh, yeah, yeah. all that okay. good stuff <laughs> yeah oh that's awesome <laughs> yeah cool super fun. i think that's cool like that they actually get to you like put them into these sections and get them like creative because like when I was taking lessons not that I wasn't being creative and like trying stuff I, I would always like ask my teacher like about like when I was first starting out like how do I do this or what do I do here and like mm -hmm. he would teach me about theory and all that but you're giving them a chance to sort of be more creative and actually write songs yeah and stuff. I think it's a good starting point too for people too because like just seeing how it actually is like to be in a band I feel like that at yeah. least for like me and Grace and stuff like mm -hmm. just really fuels you to keep going and learning your instrument when you're like oh I can play on stage team yeah. building exercises <laughs> did you getting involved after you kind of got out of it and started your own band did you feel like you wanted to just like repay them or were you just excited to come back because you liked what they were doing I was just excited to come back mm. i mean we started in a like our band well i was still going to the camp too so i just kept going and then it's just like that's what my summers are so i could not i can't not do it every year yeah mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah it's super fun um so make happiness podcast i want to talk about happiness mm -hmm. so obviously music is a big passion of yours and how do you how do you make happiness in your life when you're having difficult situations or you're having, you know, those hard times or things are super stressful? How do you source yourself for that clarity and that kind of stress free area? I think, I mean, I just listen to music really. It's like all I, I yeah, do. I assumed. Um, and just like thinking about remembering like all the cool opportunities we have and just like the cool shows and everything, just mm -hmm. like people that I've met and we've met and just got to know. And I like to hold my snake and my dog and hang out with them. <laughs> Animals and music. Animals and music. It's all you need in life. It's <laughs> great. Yeah. You're saying that you uh, you upset or your snake and your dog, but you were just petting our cats earlier. Well, I don't have a cat, but oh, I love gotcha. cats. I used to have a cat. And he was my best friend, but not anymore. Mm. But um, but I love cats. I love animals. I like cats because I just can like go over them and then just like smother them, and they're not strong enough to get away from me. <laughs> I was actually talking to a customer about this today. They're like, "Yeah, I agree. Like that's why I like cats because dogs like they can bite you. Cats could scratch you, but not if you have long sleeves on." <laughs> I really want a raccoon though. I've like you have to get a permit for it, and I know like three raccoon guys. I have their numbers. I like that's all I want is a raccoon. The last uh, person we interviewed has a pig. They have a pet oh, pig. Oh really? Yeah. Cute. Like a big one or like the little tiny no, yeah, ones? Yeah, it's like a small one. I want someone to get one of those fat, huge ones. What are they called? Micro pigs or something oh, yeah. like that? I have no idea. Where they just I think they so. stay tiny? Yeah, they're cute little yeah. guys. What? <laughs> um. So continue with that, with the happiness kind of stuff. Do you have any like rituals or any stuff that besides listening to music, obviously, like, is there any sort of outlets, obviously, or not, I keep saying obviously, Some, <laughs> when you're doing music, I'm sure that can get somewhat stressful sometimes because it gets, you need, you have the business side of things, so it's more of a job than a passion. Yeah. How do you get away from that? Um, I don't know. I go to sleep, I guess. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just like, it's so much business stuff. And 
I just feel the least stressed when I have it all done. So oh, I usually sure. just do it, do it all, and then I'm like I'm good. And then I watch some TV and just like not, <laughs> not talk worry about to it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> what are some of your inspirations for when you're creating music and kind of writing your drum rhythms and whatnot and beats? Um, I mean, I love John Densmore from The Doors and Adam Packer from The Glorious Sons. He's my best friend. Um, and The Front Bottoms, they're really good. I like how they do their drums. And Danny Carey, obviously, from Tool, is the greatest. And Travis Barker's great. Yeah. And, um... He's gone forever, like, naming drummers? Yeah, well, now I'm excited about <laughs> what it. What do you think yeah. about John Bonham? It sucks. No. <laughs> no, I love him. Wow. Yeah, I don't. I the only person that I know is Travis Barker out of all those people <laughs> you mentioned. Oh my God, look them all up. Danny Carey's from Tool. Do you all listen to Tool? I mean, I've heard like a couple songs of them, but I've yeah. been... He's insane, especially seeing him live and all of their like time changes and everything and just how he just can do it. Also, Les Claypool, that's a bassist, but he is the most insane also yeah. and they should be in a band together. <laughs> Could you imagine Danny Carey that would and be Les pretty Claypool? insane, yeah. Oh, it would just be beautiful. I'm trying to imagine what the music would sound like. I don't. It would be just like funky, quirky, tool. with a little bit of like I don't know about the, mud. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> I would talk about the creative process as a whole band. Do you guys kind of sit down in the studio and kind of write music all together, or do you individually write stuff and then come together and be like, "Hey, I did this or did that," and kind of go off? A of lot each of other? it is Emily being like, "Hey, guys, here's a song I wrote," and then we. Just oh. like she plays it and then we figure out our parts. Mm -hmm. um, we wrote a few songs in studio for this last album and our producer Zach at Pro Recording Studio helped us with that. And he is super awesome. Like Blood Sugar, that's the song that is like my song on the album. Mm. And he helped with the whole thing too because we just cool. wrote that like basically in the studio too. Is that your favorite song? I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's the hardest one. At our release show, there's a circle pit and that was so exciting. <laughs> circle pit. Yeah. yeah. I stay out of those. I know. I hate circle pits. Yeah. They're so scary. Like, I, I mean, it wasn't exactly a circle pit, but just in general, a mosh pit. I love mosh pits. Yeah. I was going to ask, like what's the difference? Um, circle pits is where you have to run, and yeah. I don't like to run either. Yeah. Okay. Mosh pits, there's like the scary mosh pits where people like scary mosh and like thrash their arms around. I like the mosh pits that are at Guar because it's just old fat men, and then you just bounce off of them, and it's so much fun. And that's the <laughs> nicest kind of mosh pit. Yeah. What? Where nothing hurts you? Yeah. I got... Uh, we at like old basement shows that I played with my band in like high school. Um, there was this kid named Sam. We played we played in his basement a bunch of times mm -hmm. with all these other bands like uh, uh, Remo Drive and Unturned oh, yeah, and guys those like boys. those. Yeah, the a bunch of you know Bloomington bands and stuff yeah. like that. But during one, of, I can't remember who was playing or whatever. But I got shoved into like the corner of a window, and like saved by like a centimeter or whatever by this big dude. One of my friends named Brady. Oh and yeah, he like saved me. Like I was about to like be bleeding all over the floor because <laughs> someone just like full on just shoved me into something. I was like, dude, not cool. I'm not so cool. I, so I stay out of them. Just because of that, you didn't even get hurt. Pretty much. Well, hey man, traumatizing experiences. Wear you know, a helmet. Wear a helmet. That looks so funny. <laughs> do people do that? No. You just bleed. Yeah, then you, then I'd be that guy wearing the helmet. That's fine. But then no one would hit you either because they'd want to make sure you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you, where do you guys see yourself kind of now? Obviously you're going on tour and then mm -hmm. what, what 
other plans you guys have after this? We have some super fun shows coming up in May. We're doing that in studio at the garage, which should be fun. We're doing some new songs. And then we'll go on tour. And then um, July, I don't know what we're doing. But in <laughs> August, we're playing uh, outside for one of those movies and music thing. Oh, no way. And then, um, yeah, it should be super fun. Where is that at? Do you know? Lake Harriet, Banshell. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah, it should be sweet. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully just tour more. Touring takes forever to book, though. I booked it from, like, August until now is when I just finished it. Wow. Yeah, but we got all real venues, so it's sweet. Yep. But, um, Versus a fake venue? Well, for, like, house shows and stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, like, we have, like, guarantees at, like, 90% of our shows, too. Mm-hmm. So we'll, like, won't come back with no money, which mm-hmm. will be sweet. Mm-hmm. But I think we just want to tour more and just, like, keep getting bigger and hopefully do it forever and have well, you it guys- be a thing. Are also doing something really cool with that pressed vinyl thing with the special yeah. like limited. Tell me about that. We're, so we'll record those on tour in June, but people pre-order a seven inch and then um, they pick one of our songs and there's like a list of them on there. And then we do like a special message in the beginning. We're like, hi, Eli. Thank you. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then we do their song for it and we record every single song. It's not like just like we do one take of each one and put it on. We have to do it every single time. And it's super cool and like especially being a smaller band that doesn't have any money especially <laughs> mm-hmm. for vinyl when it costs like the same to record an album right so it's super nice to actually like get something on vinyl because we all have our collections and we all love yeah. it and it's all vinyl's fun. cool it's so cool yeah there was a vinyl someone bought yesterday and it had like this goo on the cover that you could play with it what? was like i was inside like, this plastic silly buddy? thing no it was like it was like blood, but like not, but like you could play with it. I don't know how to Weird. explain it at all, but it was the coolest thing ever. And that's all I want. What was the band? That. What was the, uh, the Fever record? Ray, Ray Fever or something. Mm. One of those two combinations. Never Do heard you, of them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hope to have your album on vinyl at some point? Yeah, that's all we want, but it's so much money. And the minimum you can get at copycats is 500. Oh, man. And that's where we get all of our stuff. But 500 is so many. And like there was this one place in Austin where they were like, oh yeah, we'll do any amount you want. But I looked it up and for like just getting a hundred was like thirty because Mm -hmm. it's like just that many. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds. It's cool though. You guys are doing the seven inch, and that's and it's like one of a kind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's personalized for every single person. Mm -hmm. So when we're big and famous, they can sell them. (laughs) (laughs) What do you expect that to happen? Hopefully soon. I would she, like that. She's to got it all now. laid out. She goes, August, we've got this. And, yeah. you know, maybe next. September, we get signed. <laughs> yeah. Where could you get, where would you get signed if you could sign anyone? Um, I don't know. I met a guy from Interscope the other day and talked to him. How do you meet all these people? Well, he was in the Go Suite at Weezer. So I was, I finessed him and was like, here's my card. I'll email you every day. And I do. So uh, we'll see where that goes. Man. You got the hustle down. I know, but why are we signed? <laughs> <laughs> you got to It's patience. You were telling us earlier. It's like, yeah, I'm friends with the guy from Weezer. I met this guy from Interscope the other day. Yeah. I got friends. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. Weezer loves us, though. He told me he loved us. Yeah, he saw your new music video that just got released. Yeah, and he said it was highly entertaining with an exclamation point. So <laughs> There you go. You could put that on, like, the back of your... Like, when you release it on vinyl or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, put that on there. Just release that be like... Highly entertained. Yeah, yes. like what they have, like the, <laughs> the, said, new, the like New York I Times bestsellers. Like yeah. yeah, 
Oh my god, I should do that. I should quote him on our website. I have a Bob Mold quote that we yeah, are I saw awesome. That. Yeah. yeah, I should put the I should put that one. Yeah. Why not? I will. Go That's for a it. Great idea. I'm gonna put it in my notes. One thing I wanted to ask you about uh, the tour was, uh, did you have a specific reason for it being kind of Midwest East Coast type thing? Um, the front Midwest. bottoms are in the East Coast, and they're who I want to be. So, uh, is that just kind of where the it was also where, easier, where the scene like, more of the scene is? Yeah. Well, I'm planning wise. Like, if we went towards California and stuff. There's so many just long drives and like days, yeah. and there's so many cities. And I don't know, East Coast just seemed like a good place to start. And we have a lot of friends on the East Coast, together. so we're hoping like our Chicago show. We have like so many people driving out that we're gonna sell it out because it's only mm-hmm. like a hundred capacity. Nice. So we're super excited. But but yeah, we have a lot of radio stations East Coast that play us too. Cool. So it just worked out. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, talking about your music video, there's a question I wanted to ask. Uh, about your routines before you go on to a show and your kind of pre-stage rituals yes (laughs) yeah we well so we have two one of them is there's this song ring ding dong by shiny they're a k-pop band we dance to that before all of our shows and then we also eat dirt from jim morrison's grave you eat dirt from jim morrison's grave yes before every show (laughs) i sleep with the dirt the dirt is in a shoe signed by no effects um it's fantastic how did you get a hold of this dirt? My friend went there and he uh, scooped it up and brought it home for me. He took a video, scooped it up. What? <laughs> yeah. Right? That's insane. I like, know, it's The great. first time I saw her, like, she brought it up. I can't remember. We were at school or something in the Probably. studio talking about it. I was like, what What the hell? <laughs> Where do you get dirt from Jim Morrison's grave? What? Because it's, it's in Paris, right? Yeah. 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 His death has a lot of conspiracies, too. He might not even be there because he might be alive. Uh, Allegedly. Um, I did a paper on it, so I know all this stuff. Everything. Uh, yeah. Did you hear about Prince's conspiracy? There's a book on it. Someone brought it in. We get the wristbands justice for Prince. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I don't care. No, Prince was great. It's he was a thing. great artist, and I've only heard good things about his music, yeah. but him. What are some of your favorite local artists? Um, I love, who do I love? I listen to him a lot. Oh, John Chuck in the class. They are like my favorite ever. They're like rap, but also rock. They have a full band. They're the nicest boys. They just jump around. They played our release show. They're the greatest. Hmm. Cry Chop Silence. They're from Winona. They're so much fun too. They have a brass section. It's beautiful. Are they Shackletons? like Scott? No, they're like, they can be, but they're not. But I don't know how to, to describe. They're great. You would love them. Um, but then the Shackletons, they're just like, there's they're three boys too. So they're just like the girl version of Last Import. Our music's very similar. We have a music. They have a music video where we take their places too. Oh, funny. But we play a lot of shows with them. Cool. Yeah. I wanted to ask about that too, being an all-girl band. How does that kind of, is that tough for you guys or is it easier to no, get out? No, it's great. Um, I mean, like we don't like, use it as like a marketing tool and be like oh yeah like we're girls like you Mm -hmm. have to give it to us (laughs) but like it's nice to throw in there that we're all girls and it makes us different and people like like our when they hear our music too like i remember our first real show was at this place called sheen brewing i think it's closed now but it was like a she-rock event and this guy was doing sound and he came up to us after the show and he was like i really thought you guys were gonna suck but you were great and we're like (laughs) Thanks, I guess. But like kind people just assume we're interesting like interesting backhanded compliments. Yeah, right. But people just assume I feel like when they see us like, oh, we're just like three girls and then we play it and they're like, 
whoa. Like, oh, so, they're good looking. That's what they'll get people to come in for. Yeah. Uh, but, like, it's, I, I think it's good. And, like, we always make sure, like, when we got our new basis, when we got Grace, like, we need another girl. It's just nice, like, to have the three of us. And I think it is a cool, like, Inter- yeah interesting mm-hmm. thing too and also i just feel like our music playing it with a guy like unless it was the right guy i feel like our music just isn't yeah it wouldn't make it the same yeah well, especially if you've been growing up like doing this with all girls the whole time then kind of switching it in the middle of it would would be weird exactly yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um that's really cool too it was interesting because when eli told me about you and getting you on the podcast i was started listening to your music and i was just like holy shit these people are really good i was just <laughs> like it's kind of that same reaction which is funny yeah but ian what's your favorite song on the album uh the one what was it which about one? something about pony boy stay rad pony boy oh, yeah? yeah that was the that's one. one grace wrote oh really yeah that's a fun one mm-hmm. yeah no it's a good album i liked it i was Thank curious you. too how come you don't have a lot on your Spotify. You have a lot more in your Bandcamp. Is there a reason? Uh, well, Spotify, it's like 90 bucks to put every album on. Oh, and wow. the other things we have on Bandcamp are like our basement demos, which is we had GarageBand, one microphone. We positioned ourselves, like everything certain amounts away. Like I was in the other room. The guitar amp was like kind of close. The bass amp was a little bit farther away. And then Emily was like closest to the mic for singing. So it sounds actually better than like what we were doing mm-hmm. but there's our only two professional ones we also have our live at in the main room on spotify too oh yeah, but yeah like just our more recent stuff i think and just like a little bit more polished stuff as yeah on. we don't mm-hmm. need our demos on there and especially to pay for those i don't yeah. want to do that, that and we have sense. them somewhere else so. yeah pay for people to hear the stuff that you're not quite as stoked <laughs> excited about yeah again. exactly how about uh soundcloud are you guys on there at all yeah, we have. I try to keep all of our stuff on there. I don't like SoundCloud anymore since you have to pay for it. And oh, the really? ads always pop up. Yeah, mm. like you can still listen to stuff, but it just pops up and I don't like it. But I still try to throw all of our stuff on there mm-hmm. just so it's all available. Are you on iTunes? Yeah, all of those same things from Spotify are. Oh, cool. Yeah. Was it easy to get onto there as well? Yeah, we just use CD Baby. So that's like the $90, and then they put it on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, a bunch of others. Oh, just distributes to all of them? Yeah, so it's super awesome. And then we can see, like, all we just get a check from CD Baby every time. That's super cool. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about kind of writing and going in with all three of you. Is it since you guys started up at high school doing it, how has the process changed doing it now when it's more official and it's more kind of organized and you're trying to actually take this thing more seriously versus before it was kind of just as a hobby? Yeah, I think we definitely, with our songs, like before we would just like write a song. We were like, yeah, this is okay. Like, sure, we'll play it. We need a song to play. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, Emily, what she says, it's so funny. She's like, yeah, I want every song to sound like a hit. And so that's like her criteria for everything. Of course everything. you do, right? Yeah, like, well, why, exactly. Why that's would, what we would yeah. want. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but yeah, I think just like now that we have enough to play for like a good amount of time too, having new songs, we just want it to be up to the par of like what we want and what we listen to and how like our other songs are already. Mm-hmm. Have you guys started writing new material? Well, we have Since? to because we're doing our garage in studio. And we're supposed to play a couple new songs. For okay. That. So we're working on some. We have like rough parts of it, mm. but 
we'll have some new stuff by summer. It's coming up. Was yeah, I know. It's May 11th. Yeah. yeah. Few weeks away. It sneaks up. Emily loves a Mankato though, so like her driving up and then like my work schedule, mm-hmm. just like making it all work. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna ask about that too. How does that like kind of practice together and get everyone? Is it tough? I mean, she drives up almost every weekend, and I just like throw her some bam money for gas because she's driving an hour both ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that, and a lot of times we try to make our uh, schedule for practicing like through a month or like two months then like i can take work off we can mm-hmm. make sure we're all available we don't have any shows we're going to and we're ready to go that's awesome yeah. do you do you still practice alone i assume or no i try to i give drum lessons every monday so like i kind of play then and when i set up my stuff but is that for she rock she rock or is that something she different? is um she was a student there but i work for live nation too and it's her daughter my boss okay. there so you do a bunch of stuff <laughs> yeah so i have like tomorrow's my one day off for the next two weeks so i just kind of sit on my day <laughs> i was gonna ask like, what are you I gonna do drums but i normally just sit <laughs> do some band stuff do some laundry I suppose if that's what relaxes you then you know exactly yeah, yeah. um you can't overbear <laughs> yourself with stuff no yeah <laughs> and uh, talking about that too do you ever get like you just said you have two weeks on, then you get one day off. Do you still enjoy those two weeks of just constantly being engulfed in everything? Oh, yeah. I love being busy. Like, if I'm not busy, I just... Like, on my like on Mondays when I don't work, I'm just like, wow, like, I'm lazy. Like, I'm just sitting here. But, mm-hmm. like, I work at Go96, like, 6 to 9.30, and then I work at The Fetus, 10 to 6, and then I go to First Ave on Wednesdays, 1 to 5, and then I work at Go Before and... Jeez. after but it's fun i like it a lot and like just the connections and the people mm-hmm. like everyone's so great at all of the places i work so it's i suppose super fun you get to meet a lot of people because you're working at three different areas yeah. in the same industry someone from icp came into the fetus the other day yeah he came in with his wife and they were buying prince stuff and i was like oh are you gonna go to first app he was like yeah i played there before and i was like oh what band are you in and he said icp and i screamed in his face and i was like please let me play the gathering because that's all i want is the last important to play the gathering you just kind of like laugh nervously and i was like okay but yeah it's cool of people that come in to work that's great. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a they frequent make a thing. Movie. They should make a movie about you working in that store. <laughs> the people I scream at. <laughs> it just reminds me of like High Fidelity or what's the one where they work? That's at- the one they just redid in the fetus actually, High Fidelity. Oh, really? Yeah, they just did a whole like, they redid it all and did live performances of the whole thing. Huh. And what's the yeah. other one that they, they all work at this, like Empire Records I think it's called. Have you seen that movie? Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly who's in it, but these just these kind of like teenagers who work at this record store that's going to get like bought out or something like that and all the interesting characters that are there oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh that's crazy that. i think it's on netflix i don't know oh yeah maybe huh. i wanted to ask too how did you know that kind of this is where you wanted to go with your life was it always like i'm going to do music for my life i'm going to be a drummer i'm going to be in a band like how did you know this is the thing i mean pretty much since like especially since we started and, like, I ha- every time the Gloria Sons are here, I get to go hang out with them. They're, like, my favorite band of all time. And they're also all, like, my best friends. And it's just, like, insane. But, like, being on their bus and just, like, watching the dynamic and just, like, watching them play a show. And then just, like, all these fans coming up and then getting on a bus and going somewhere else to do it again just seems like the greatest thing in the world. That was the spark. Yeah. And it would just be so much fun. And, like, that's why I want to tour all the time. But I think music, it's just so great to like listen to and just going to shows and like 
how you feel at a show and after a show just mm-hmm. being able to like give that feeling to someone else from going to your show mm-hmm. watching just, it live and seeing the whole community and everyone yeah. coming together for the same genre and the same songs exactly and like watching people sing our songs there was this guy who was wasted at our fine line <laughs> show and he was so funny but he was in the front and he was like pointing at us during each part of the song like he knew where we all came in he knew all the words and he didn't come talk to us in afterwards. a sense he it was, was co- sort of conducting a, a rock band yeah <laughs> and it was just so great though he was just so excited to be there and just like People come up to us afterwards and, like, have us sign CDs. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, like, take some free stuff. Like, whenever people come up, like, it's just so fun. Mm -hmm. And just, like, you feel so good. Yeah. Do you guys have merch, too? We have so much merch. Um, We have long sleeve T-shirts that are $30. (laughs) They have our album cover on the back. We have T-shirts that are gray. That's a last import. We just got enamel pins that are our last import and super sparkly and cute. And we got those from Cherry Moon Press. Uh, It's Gigi. She's a local Minneapolis person. She does all the fetuses, buttons, and pins and stuff. And she's just like the greatest human being ever. Where do I buy it? On our website, if you go to www.lastimportband.com and click on store, we got a fresh new store that we made. Did you? Who does all the web design? Me. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. Do you like design? Yeah, I think it's really fun. I mean, I did like an HTML class in high school, and that was fun. I don't not do that for a website. I use Squarespace, mm-hmm. but it's just nice to make a nice clean website and just like I have an app where I can look at like the analytics yeah. of it and like ooh, people went on my website <laughs> like it's fun see you mentioned the kind of you love being busy and you love doing all these different things and you love having people you know be excited to come to the shows is that what is your favorite thing about the whole lifestyle of what you're doing is it teaching other people or is it playing live music or is it going on those van tours or is it selling merch or is it making those pressed vinyls or like you know what is your all-time favorite thing about the whole i mean i think teaching and playing probably like playing shows is like the funnest thing in the world but then i manage a band and like help a lot of bands with marketing and stuff too and just like teaching people how to do stuff and just like i have so many different spreadsheets and docs that i've made for things and just being able to be like look at this if people get excited about it it's really fun and just helping other bands giving them all the resources yeah yeah it's really fun but playing i mean is obviously the greatest and then meeting people do you have like a favorite show that you played like whether it be for a certain group or like someone who's in the audience or like a feeling you got on stage? I mean, Main Room and Palace, both. Main Room probably just because I like literally when I am at first half working, I just like get a look at the stage. And when we found out we were playing there, I would just go like stand up there. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be so scared. But it's like so great. And just since I know all the workers and like all the sound people and everything, they were all so excited we were playing there. Mm-hmm. It was just so fun. So, I mean, I feel like that was probably... And playing in the main stage also is just, like, it's a, insane to even, mm-hmm. like, think, think about, about that we've yeah. actually played on that stage when I've seen so many people there. Lucky. Palace was sweet, though, too. The sound there is insane. And the sound guy there, Christian, he's my favorite. But uh, but so is that first half. He's my friend, too. Are you going to get a star on first half? Um, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> the plan. I'm sure they'd give me one could just ask just jane just jane yeah jane <laughs> not star. even last import no <laughs> just me how many stars are on there do you know um so many i'm so, i recently learned actually how they do the stars because i thought for a long time that every artist got a star but it's like you have to sell out a show and like play there a certain amount of times now because like mm-hmm. it used to be like all these 
cool bands play there, but now there's some that are like, why are you playing at First Ave? So I feel like they probably changed it a little bit to make it so all the cool bands. So they wouldn't get run out there. of room right away. Yeah, yeah. and they were, they just redid all the stars recently too. Oh, cool. Or in the past few years, I don't know. When. How do you get a gold star? Only Prince. I was gonna say you have to be Prince. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the only one that's gold. That's the only one. Yeah. I thought there was more. I don't oh. think so. They're silver. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe cool. they look shiny and they're gold. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the sun. I gotta ask. Um, how do you feel about the show Friends? I love Friends. <laughs> And we have stickers that are all of us mixed with David Schwimmer from Friends that Emily made. And they're the best stickers ever. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. They're so good. I should have brought some. Sorry. I'll give you some merch sometime. But um, they're the greatest stickers. And Ross is the best. And Friends is the best show. I've watched it fully through probably six times. I just recently finished it again. But it's like the easiest show to just watch over and over and over again. Yeah. But, yeah, that's like Ross is our man. Like He's the greatest. So are you question, get... Eli. <laughs> yeah. I just remember that. I was like, oh yeah, that drawing she showed me. Yes. Yep. I was curious, do you who does the drawings for the merch? Is that you as well? Or like No, the, those... um well so Emily did our stickers. Um we do our shirts and all of our merch stuff through uh the guy who does Electric Fetus and First mm. Avenue stuff. So he helps us with some of it. Um, our album cover is done by the same guy yeah, who I was gonna did ask. Uh, 21 Pilots and uh, like what? a bunch. Yeah, I know. And uh, he does like, he did Dead and Co and like a bunch of other ones. So he did that one. And then our tour poster is done by Alexis who works at Copycats and they're just the greatest. But Very how do you cool. meet all these insane people? Well, my friend Sarah Fish, she's a photographer here. She's absolutely amazing. She is friends with the guy who does 21 Pilots stuff because mm. she shoots 21 Pilots all the time. Um, so she was just like, oh, yeah, like he likes to do this for free sometimes. Just casual. And so he made us like 10 of them, though. So we just have a bunch of different designs to choose from all the time. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's great. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. We just hammered out quite a bit of stuff, and I feel like we're just asking the same stuff in different ways. Um, yeah. Was there anything else you want to talk about? Any other things you wanted to touch on that we didn't kind of go over? Uh, anything you want to tell the world? Um, our CDs are available at Electric Fetus. <laughs> and really? Yeah, they are. And uh, to go check out our website, www.lastimportband.com, and um, to come to all of our shows and if people know people in the cities we're touring that they should all go to the shows okay that's that's what i have to say what about (laughs) uh what's one thing i I need to talk a little bit more about happiness because i feel like we've just been talking about music that's what's happiness uh, that's fair (laughs) what what advice would you give to someone who's kind of looking for that passion like someone who hasn't found that you know fulfillment or that drive and that thing they want to do constantly I mean, I think just keep trying stuff and to, like, dig deep on things because, like, music, like, especially being in a band, it's, like, the music side, but then there's also the business side and just, like, finding, like, things that go together that make you successful and that you like doing. I don't know. Just, like, try stuff out. See what happens. (laughs) That works. (laughs) Yeah. Do something until you're having fun. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Is there any last words for you, Eli? Um, I don't think so. Cool. Yeah good talk yeah this is short and sweet (laughs) yeah uh, 40 minutes oh fair enough 
Um, cool. Right on. Thank you for listening. I appreciate everyone here because without you, I would not have anything. So thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know. Take care. Make happiness and go see one of their shows. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks, Jane. Thanks. <laughs> What you gonna do without the money, honey? What you gonna do without the money, honey?